Hey everyone, and welcome to Already Cancelled. I'm Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Star Trek, the original series, season 2, episode 4. It's called Mirror Mirror. Uh, so, full spoilers for the episode, as always. Uh, this is a notable one, this is kind of one that... I mean, I wasn't thinking about it, but yeah, like, okay, it's the one with the, the spot goatee. That's, like, yeah. everyone has that image in their head. As a community fan, I think of the Darkest Timeline, I think of, you know, all that stuff... So, uh, here, here we go. Uh, also, we took a week off, which was not planned. Uh, blame back-to-back binge shows from Amazon and Netflix for uh, filling up our, our schedule a bit too much. The bastards need to coordinate better, spread their content out. Uh, basically, although, but given the amount of stuff they've both announced, it's going to get to the point where we have one every week, and we're just going to have to be used to it. So Yeah, it's, it's inevitable that at some point they're going to both put something big out in the same week. Oh, God. And we're going to have to alternate between their stuff as well I know. We do that. that's going to be a nightmare <laughs> anyway but uh, yeah so Star Trek the alternate universes uh, they're, they're trying to negotiate with a planet of people for their dilithium crystals but the people are like no 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 you, you may just use them to kill people we are very peaceful and you know uh, Kirk of course and the crew being understanding and being like you know like no no I mean we could forcibly take them for you like if actually it's them that bring it up not Kirk and that it's the, it's the other yeah, race yeah they say you, you, we know you could do it yeah and they're like but we won't so you know consider that when you think about a request <laughs> we are we are nice people we are nice not that we need to be reminded, reminded of this but it does set up the idea that when they try to get beam back up there's a storm going on and it like you know wires cross and instead of beaming up to their ship they beam up to the darkest timeline ship and Spock's got a goatee, and they're all wearing different outfits, the ladies are all a bit skimpier, everyone's got, like, blades on them, and all sorts of things, and, quite frankly, they're all doing Nazi salutes. That's, you know, right away, they're all yep. they're all doing the old, the old seat kale. Uh, I'm not going to act it out, there's no need for footage of that existing. We, we all know what it looks like. Yeah. Um, someone will cut it out out of context, uh, I'm, not, I'm not having it. Yes, not, not, not the right time to be doing that, is no, it? Uh, so, so that's the thing. Yeah, find find out how in the sixties, like, then yeah, we can. This is what it is. Let's not mess around with it. But uh, yeah. hey, how 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 messaging gets concorded over twenty, not twenty, forty, fifty years. Uh, Keep going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I got there eventually. Uh, so, so no, so basically, most of the episode. I mean, there's a couple of little snippets of the the our regular world where you know real Spock is dealing with like deranged Kirk and that. It's more just confirming that that yeah. stuff's happening rather than actually showing us any of it, it though. It almost plays a joke, and they confirm it at the end. But there's almost a joke when it like cuts halfway through the episode to the regular ship, and like Spock's already aware that they're all deranged versions from other universities, and he's locking them up. But he's just like, "Yes, I don't know where you're from, but we're going to get to the bottom of this." And it's just kind of it actually it plays a joke to me. I started laughing. That on the regular ship they've figured this out already. Meanwhile, on the you know the, the dark ship that we're on most of the episode, they're, they're, they're like they're, they're clueless and like our Kirk and McCoy and Scotty and uh, Hura are all sneaking around and doing things to try and get home, and no one's really quite caught onto it yet. I mean, Spock's yeah. noticing a little bit of a like you know Kirk's acting yeah. a little bit strange, but not. Yeah, but but I mean that that's what kind of I think with Spock at the end kind of brings up. It's like yeah, well, it's easier for you to. Pretend, pretend to be yeah. idiots than, than the idiots to pretend to be smart. Aye, well, it wasn't idiot and smart, but yeah, same. same yeah, but give and take, whatever. It, it, it all was, works. It was barbaric and humane, I believe, was the, the terms that were used. I'm boiling it down. Yeah. It's already pretty boiled down. I feel I feel like you... Uh... It is, but... 
Shut I feel up. like you looked at something that's already in layman's terms. Like, how can we make that more layman? I am benefiting our audience. And I'm, I'm making it accessible for everyone. Right, you just call our audience idiots. Like, if you want no, to give... no, 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 I'm just saying everyone can watch this. I'm saying you can give this to a four-year-old now and they'll understand. I'm just saying, people people at home, if you feel insulted by that last comment, by all means, let us know in the comments that Connor, how awful he is. Say bad things to him. Make fun of his hair. All, That's all... fine. You, you won't be alone. Anyway, so, so obviously they notice something's not quite right. They notice that everyone's a bit more like vicious, like Spock punishes, you know, well, well, doppel Spock punishes uh, this crew member by like basically electrocuting him like, because he made yeah. one little mistake. Uh, so we get this kind of sense. Uh, the other thing we kind of learn is that everyone's really power hungry in this universe. Like, like they're all talking about plotting to kill Kirk so that they can get one step closer to being a captain. And Kirk is supposed to have the aspirations of like doing things so he can be admiral and so on and so on. And like they're all scheming. Not quite yes. Spock. Spock likes where he is because he's not too much of a target, <laughs> so he's quite happy where he is. He's still he's still logical Spock. Yeah, he's still logical. But Sulu, who's third in command, he's like, oh, he's he's ready to kill people. He's like, I'm coming for you, Spock. As is Chekhov, which, by the way, Chekhov, evil Chekhov, smile might be the creepiest thing this show's had so far. <laughs> it might well be. Because actually, it, it ends the scene on it, and it you know it does the fade to black for the ads as it goes. Then, you the dark Star Trek music is you know cliffhanger happening, and it's just this creepy, almost Joker esque grin is across his face, and I'm like, man. Calm down, check off. He should, be, he should be playing villains. <laughs> he should, apparently should be. Uh, and of, instead of the Federation, they're all talking about the Empire. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I will improve in the Empire over you. Still, still Starfleet, though. Still Starfleet. But I guess it's just the, it's the idea that it's still Starfleet, but it's under a fascist regime instead yeah. of the Federation. Yeah, which is... Uh, so you know, I mean, the Federation is fictional in and of itself, but you know, obviously by this point in the show we understand yeah, we, know, we, we get what that is yeah. and, and, and why it's different when they tell us it's an empire. Yeah, in fact, I think, I think Scotty, Al Scotty McCoy, he even actually brings up the Gestapo. He's like, oh, it's like the ancient Gestapo, because to them it's ancient, because yeah. to them it's <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. so long ago. But uh, So no, they do not hide the parallels. They're like, no. It's, I mean, basically, it's like, what if Nazi Germany won and this is what's happened all these centuries later. That's basically the plot right. of the episode. I think it's interesting that this is a theme that keeps coming up in Star Trek, like very specifically that, because we had it mm. with, um, you know, uh, Edge of, at the end of the... Yeah. City of Edge and the Tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Where it, that was kind of like, okay, but what if? Yeah, whereas this is like, no, here's what does happen if that... Kind of, yeah. at least. I mean, we're just kind of speculating, but it's the obvious point in history to go back to and say that it kind of... I mean, admittedly, they should all be speaking German, probably, if that was the case. But, I mean, that said, every alien they've ever encountered speaks English for some reason. So, I mean, I wouldn't. <laughs> Follow Star Wars rules. It's galactic basic. It's not English. This is in the future. It's based on Earth, so no, it's English. I know. They've, got, they've just got cool translators that translate for <laughs> us as well. That works for Doctor Who. It works for Green Lantern. They've not established that in Star Trek. Thank you very much. Yet. Yet. I'm sure they will at some point. What? Oh, God. What show was it where they took a pill and the pill oh God, uh... translated everything for them? Oh, that's going to bug me now. Oh, why did you have to ask me? Because it just popped out of my head. It just popped out of my head. I, a I show... can picture it as well. Yeah, they pull it like a sort of... Like they open a little case little, little white pill. Yeah. yeah. And they take it and then everything's translated back and forth. 
the pill just sticks in the throat, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh my god, that's going to. Inf- oh, that's going to. Comment drive me nuts. section, help us out, please. Oh god. Oh, I, oh, I did. I think of that. That's going to annoy me. You're, you're the worst. <laughs> oh dear. So, so there's a lot of stuff with uh, them sneaking about the ship, sort of figuring out what's going on, and Kirk almost too quickly kind of puts it together as to what's that's going it, on. Because at first, when they don't say it right, like immediately, I thought they were going to play it like, oh, what's gone wrong with everyone else. Yeah. Because that's kind of what they hint at when they come up. They're like, oh, the ion sums change things. And you think maybe, oh, it's changed them. Or at least we know it's not because we have the knowledge. But they, they might think that. But they never do. It just goes straight to parallel universe. Yeah, he does jump to that conclusion quite quickly. But he's right, so I can't... He's, he's a smart man, that one. I can't fault him too much. But, I mean... Whatever, it leads to a lot of fun stuff, because it leads to all this sneaking around, it leads to creepy check-off, creep, creep, I mean, Sulu tries to sexually assault Uhura, basically. Yeah. The captain's I, not in the room, so I'm going to try it on. Actually, that reminds me, my biggest problem with this episode is is what they do with Uhura, mm. which is essentially nothing. She comes over with them, like, into this power world, and then they leave her up on the bridge. She has the scene where she's, you know, victimised by Sulu, that's about it. She doesn't really do anything. We don't really see her. We spend most of our time with our, our trio. I don't know I, if I, I agree do. with this. I think, if anything, she's equal to McCoy. If not, she has more screen time than McCoy. Or at least she has more things to do than McCoy. McCoy's basically just told to go and help Scotty. And yeah. Scotty's, like, you know, it's, it's, Scott, it's engineering stuff, so it's Scotty's domain. And he's just I, there I, to I, hold I, tools for him. I, I guess then, uh, my problem is... Well, McCoy, it's different where because he, he's mostly with the others as a trio for a lot of it. So you have the banter, so it feels like they're all together. Whereas Uhura feels very separate. To a point, like actually, I don't know if I agree with this because Uhura, I mean, obviously Kirk gets the the, the lion's share of the screen time, and Scotty probably gets the second most because he actually has a lot to do yeah. in terms of like he's the one who has to fix everything. Because I mean, that, poor Scotty, he's always fixing their mess. Always. Yeah, yeah, he is. But Uhura, like, I actually really like the scene where they, they come up with their plan. They're they're in like the the medical like bay or whatever, and they come up with the plan. And Kirk's like, right, Uhura, go up to the bridge, take your take your position, and look into what's you know what, what the orders are, all the different commands from Starfleet, and mm. see see what my options are in terms of what I can do and sort of stay in character, as it were. Yeah. And she gets scared before she goes up, and he's like, look, you can do this because she she realizes that when she goes up there, it's going to be all these you know, doppelganger. It's going to be all these copies. It's not going to be the real people. And she's not scared about that. And then she has the thing where she has to then use the fact that Sulu's into her to distract him. And she, like, has to, like, be strong and kind of, you know, lead him on. And then she has to fight back. And then, as much as simple as it is, I do like that she then is the one who de-arms, what's her name? Marlena. Uh, Yeah. Like, she's the one who steps in. When Marlena tries to, like, hold them up at gunpoint, she's the one who swoops in and kind of uh, does the hero thing? So, is I mean, I can kind of see where you're coming from, like a, a sort of runtime argument. But I feel like I, I, I think it's just because she is separate from everyone else for a lot of it, so she doesn't actually interact with our uh, with with the rest of them that much. So it feels like she's very separate, and it okay. feels like the that I'm I'm missing out. Okay, I, I, I think I think the reason why the complaint doesn't work for me is that I think 
everyone but Kirk kind of gets the same treatment in the sense that, you know, there's a lot of chunks of the episode where it's just Kirk on his own with Marlena, with the fake Spock, with the fake Chekhov, with the fake Shilla, whoever, like, yeah. it's the Kirk show, right? It's the Kirk show. It is, that, that, that's normal, but, yeah. but I think, the, the, like, once Scotty and McCoy are mostly together, well, McCoy's never on Zone. Because if anything, I feel like Ahura got more time in this than she has done Oh, she has in, in a while, yeah. yeah. De- so, definitely the, the longest in which is why I think the complaint's coming off weird to me is because I feel like we got more of her in this episode than we, than we usually do we did but I think like, a lot of them it's I, I brush it off because she's not there at all essentially so it, it's not there but when, when she's one of the four that's brought over I feel like I don't know I, I expect her to be part of the group a bit more uh, like I said it's not adding okay. up for me just because I don't feel like the other two that aren't Kirk get any more no time, that's, really. that's fair I get, I get you uh, but like I say, it's, it's mostly Kirk, and he's he's dealing with Spock, and that, that this this evil Spock, he is still very logical, and he's still he's still like he even tells Kirk things he's not meant to, and we know this Kirk that he's replaced, the evil Kirk, is a complete bastard. Like he's, it even mentions that he assassinated Pike to get his command, which I thought was yep. a nice little touch. That was a nice little I callback did. to the, the hysteria of the show. It was good, isn't it? It's like, hey, you've been paying attention. You know who Pike is. Yeah. Even was... though he's only been in like two episodes or something like that. That was good. It wouldn't surprise me as well if the other little things it said with the, you know, you, you killed X amount of people on this planet. Like, that name sounded familiar, so I'm wondering if that was also a reference to something that was brought up in a previous uh, it episode. Might, might well have been, yeah. But, cause I think, do you remember that episode where it's, it's the guy who uh, murdered like all those people and then he, they thought it was the actor and then they tried yeah. to figure out if it was him? I think it was that. I, th- I think that was one of the things they mentioned, but it was Kirk that killed everyone. Ah, uh, okay. Maybe I'm just putting two things together in my head, but it, it sparked my memory. Like, I heard something that sounded familiar, but maybe they've just mentioned the planet before and that's why I'm I was convinced I've heard yeah. but uh, so so so, <laughs> so yeah so his his girlfriend I guess we'll call her in in this world uh, Marlena uh, is also evil she's power hungry she's kind of that, that power hungry kind of first lady kind of yeah. kind of vibe going for her. Uh, and it turns out that Kirk's got this magic computer device that he, he stole from someone that just instantly kills anyone by pressing a button it's pretty convenient isn't it that's pretty convenient. Um, but it sets up just how powerful this is, and uh, she's going to use it on Spock, and he stops her. And Kirk keeps doing that. Like, you know, they're, they're, they're punishing Chekhov in this this uh, torture chamber, and he's like, right, that's enough, just take him to his quarters. Like, you know. Yeah, and Spock's like, should we do the, you know, the full treatment? You know, he deserves death, and, and he's just like, I haven't decided yet. Yeah. Let, let me think on it. Yeah, it's just constant. Like, the, the, everyone here wants to kill everyone, and rise up and they want to just kill everyone on the planet so they can take what they want and that's the you know the whole thing yeah. um but of course they, they got the plans and spock's looking into things and it's actually it's mccoy staying i, I will say actually like when they're, they're about to enact their plan and you know it's after ahura's had to like distract sulu so they can get away with it spock actually shows up to the medical bay with everyone else and there's this four-on-one fight i will say some of the uh, stunt double work here was some of the most obvious they've had in the entire show yeah, uh, pretty, pretty noticeable. Behejo. So after this, Spock apparently will be dead. This this evil Spock will be dead if they don't treat him. If they don't patch him up. I guess this Spock isn't quite as strong. Yeah. So so McCoy insists, even though the time limit to get back home, because they're basically saying that they've, they've got a window, and then once that window's gone, like they're, they're not in frequency anymore, so they're, they're not in conjunction yeah. anymore, so they can't go home. 
So, but despite this, McCoy's determined to save him before he goes because you know he's a good person. That's the whole point Cause, here. Because he's a doctor. Yeah, our characters are good people, and these, this universe not so much. And he does. And when Spock wakes up, there's this great moment where Spock just kind of like, oh, is he going to like understand the compassion that he's just shown and maybe reciprocate it, or? But instead, he goes in for he goes in for the mind meld. And it's like, oh, right, he's going to find out everything now. He's, he's going yeah. to learn who they are and why they're there. Spock's far too logical for compassion like that. But that's the thing. He shows up at the transporter room with them, and he, he never even like doubts or questions that, yeah, you need to go back, and I need my captain back, so hop on. Because right, Kirk, th- Kirk thinks he's going to have to sacrifice himself so the rest can go. Yeah, it's it's not a, a way of, you know, it's not, it's not, this is nice for you, so I'm going to send you home. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's no, this this isn't right. This isn't the, the, how things should be. Let's fix it. But obviously, the nice thing about it is that you can argue there's a little bit of that in there. Like maybe if he's not like thinking, maybe that there way, is. Yeah, yeah. Like, even you, if he's not, it, it plays it so it could go either way, doesn't it? But then, of course, that Kirk appeals to him. He's like, "Oh, you've got two two minutes twenty seconds left. Like, well, I'm going to use that two minutes to try and change this world for the better." <laughs> right, Spock. Think about this. And he asks him to calculate how long this empire can last before someone eventually overthrows it. And he gives like, oh. No more than 240 years. He's like, well, logically, why can you be a part of this then? You know it can't last. You know, logically, you should want change because change is inevitable. And yeah. he tries to convince them. And he even tells them about the, the, the power, the superpower computer thing he's got. The, the, the death machine. Yeah. Uh, so that he's got like an edge so that he can actually win the fights and whatnot. And he seems to have at least partially con- convinced uh, Marlena as well because she wanted to come with. She wanted to come to our universe. Mm. Uh, and he's like, well, no, because we're just going to swap with our previous version, so we can't just take passengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'd have to swap you with whoever, you know, her, yeah. your version on our, our, our reality, which, and that, that wouldn't be very fair on her. Yeah, which pops up at the end. We have that nice moment where, once they're back over, um, the real Merlina, or Earth-1 Merlina, like, walks in, mm. and all all four of them are all just sort of in the room, on, in the, you know, on the bridge, they're all just kind of looking around and like, huh, that's her. Um... And of course, you know, Kirk's had at least made out with her like three times at this point, you know, just just his, yep. his one visit. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're new, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, and of course, it ends with him walking over to flirt, because of course he is. He's, because he's, he's like, Kirk, yeah. Yeah. That's it. I did really like how, you know how we have that typical scene after the, the plot's done, right? So the, obviously. The banter scene. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, the main crew get back over, and everyone's happy to see them, and the, the, the evil versions obviously go back over. Um, but so we have the banter scene where they're on the bridge and it's usually them making fun of Spock, right? They'll, they'll crack yeah. a joke at Spock's expense, which they do. They say, oh, the goatee was an improvement. But then again, almost anything would be. And But what I love here is that it shows you how how opened up, I won't say human, but how opened up Spock is that he responds with a joke. He hits out with what he's given and he's like, he's like, oh yeah, like, oh yeah. I studied these alternate versions. They were truly vicious and barbaric, and quite frankly, the the the, the you know the, the the epitome of Homo sapiens. It was actually quite refreshing. <laughs> and then Kirk's just like, you know, Bones. I think we've been insulted. <laughs> <laughs> Bones is like, no, no, we've definitely been insulted. Ah, it was just—it was good to see Spock finally hit back, and it's almost it like was. he's finally getting it. He's—he's he's get like yeah, like drop a joke. I, pro- I prodded him enough times, and yeah. he's finally gonna bite the finger. Yeah, basically. Uh, which, by the way, his uh, his eyebrows were doing great things, both as evil Spock and as regular Spock. That thing when he's he raises his eyebrows, if he's like, what does that mean? Or the really, the quizzical eyebrow raise. Yeah, and it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's like Kirk wanting to flirt with the, the you know the. the 
Um, mm. Mel- Melina. Yeah, I remember her name eventually. Marlena. I keep wanting to say Melanie, but it's Marlena. Um, I like the way you added the onto her name that time. The Marlena. <laughs> Marlena Maro is her name. She's going to be a superhero with a little alliteration like that. Uh, maybe I think they're seeding some things. Yeah, she's going to be a superhero. Mark my words. But no, no Sp- Spock's eyebrows were doing fantastic work this episode. I know that sounds like a weird thing to say, but yeah. L- Leonard Nimoy with those eyebrows, like the way he quizzically does, it's, does it. It is impeccable eyebrow control, isn't it? And that's a word he would like to use, impeccable. Impeccable logic, impeccable eyebrows. Impeccable mm. all round. So I also I really like about the end of this episode. Mm. I like that, you know, we have that bit where he appeals to, to the Spock, but mm. we don't really see the results. We don't know if, I, if it got you, through or not. You just did it as what you did, the Spock. This was specific in this time. Mm-hmm. It was the Spock, that Spock, the other Spock. Doppel Spock. Not... Yeah, fine, but that, that, that was intentional. Yours was just the the Molina, or whatever her name is. I've forgotten it again now. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't got it next to me to look at. <laughs> After that whole debate. But I, I, what I was saying is... I like that, you know, we don't actually see if he got through. We don't see any results. We just have to go, yeah, it's, it's, maybe it's, he did. We've got that yeah, hope. It, it just says, I'll consider it. And then, you know, Kirk smiles before he phases away. And it's just the idea that he's planted the seed. Yeah, and you go, that's probably enough. Yeah. The idea, does he succeed? Because as he says, a revolution always starts with one man's idea. Or one person's yeah. idea. Like, And it's like, yeah, I mean, maybe he could lead to something. Mm. Man of logic. It's, it's, it's an ascendant. That's a nice end. It's a good episode. There's a reason why it's a classic. I mean, and by the way, how is it that Spock's goatee in this actually looked pretty decent? I mean, obviously it's a fake goatee, but it looks pretty decent for a fake goatee. It does look good. I was staring at it going, damn, that looks pretty good. And do you remember what the uh, alternative factor dude's goatee looked like last season? Yeah. The whiskers that kept changing the thickness? Yeah. I want want to call out um, Sulu's scar was a bit rough. Oh, yeah. Evil Sulu's got a scar going down the side of his face. That was a bit rough, I thought. But hey, it's a great goatee. <laughs> it's a great goatee. Uh, but basically, we're rating these episodes out of goatees. Like, how many goatees out of ten? <laughs> we can say it's 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 what's important. Solid eight point five goatees for this episode. I think <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> uh, is this the best episode of season two so far? Is well, that probably. It's, it's better than the Adonis episode. Uh, I'd say it's better than the Changeling. Changeling had some good stuff, but it was uh, what was the yeah. first one? The first one was uh, Spock's wedding. Yeah, that first one was pretty good. A mock time that was pretty good. So I mean, this and the first one are both uh, yeah. pretty pretty solid. So uh, no, uh, so we will be back uh, once again next week with the next episode of Star Trek. So uh, let us know what you thought of this one. In the comments below, like Connor, know how much she's awful. Uh, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash TV. You get these reviews of Star Trek a week early uh, for just $1. That's all you pay for the early access. Uh, but you get a lot more stuff as well for $5 and other tiers and things. Uh, the, the higher amount you get your name at the end, like uh, one such person does at the moment. Uh, you know, immortalised on YouTube. Forever. And ever. Until the internet blows up. You say that, but YouTube will still survive somehow. <laughs> no, no, YouTube make, will make, die. makes too much money. Well, no, YouTube will die, and we'll all be using like uh, I don't know, like who's a competitor? 
Because <laughs> like, Google owns YouTube, who could step in? Amazon. Amazon will start something that will basically be a competitor to YouTube. It'll be... Uh, they've got Fire, so it'll be Amazon... Wind. That'll, that'll be the YouTube I, I, I was going to go with Air, so... Ah, there you go. Amazon Air. Ah, alliteration. I like it. Alliteration. Yeah. Go for it. Amazon Air. The AA. I know that has connotations with other things. Uh, anyway, that's all, guys. So thanks for watching once again. Keep watching TV, and we'll see you next time.